Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ty Richardson is the co-host of the Morning Rush, 6 to 9 a.m. Monday through Friday at ESPN Arkansas. He is on X at Ty Sports Radio. Ty, what's happening, brother? How are you? Gabe, what a 24 hours it's been across the state of Arkansas. I'm yeah. sure there's plenty, plenty of uh, Memphis residents that have some thoughts on this whole uh, this whole Bobby Petrino stuff. And, of course, we've got a great basketball game tonight, Bud Waller Arena featuring the Blue Devils and the Hogs. Well, i, I got to say, though, first, Ty, before we get into any of the uh, last 24 hours in the state of Arkansas, I have to get my bragging rights off, right? Tigers yeah, handle well. business against the Hogs in the Bahamas. How about that? How yeah, about them I, uh, apples? I uh, I lost a bet. I will be sporting a uh, a Memphis jersey all Saturday in Nashville this weekend, and uh, it'll be a penny jersey, a, from what I understand. Yeah, I'm a man of my word, and uh, I, I'm not going to wear it with pride. I'm going to wear it with shame because uh, Arkansas just got hand. I mean that. That lefty is, is, is David, David Jones. Jones. <laughs> you know yeah, him now, dude, man. <laughs> Thirty-five. I mean, or thirty-six, whatever it yeah. was. I mean, just just embarrass the Arkansas defense. Yeah. Well, I I I did uh, I did love seeing that game get played, though. Like, I think we're all on that page, right? Bring it back, baby. I, I mean, I, I we Arkansas lost. Bring it back. I mean, Penny wants it. Must said he didn't. Must wasn't a huge fan of the question after the game. I get it. You just lost. What do you off. think about that though? Like he did say, "Well, I don't do the scheduling." Eh, must you have a say in it? Don't don't. Yeah. Don't fake. So I think, I think now here's my thought on that. I think Memphis benefits more from that game than Arkansas, and it was the opposite yes. or Cal. Um, Arkansas was set to benefit way more when Cal was coaching, but just play the game. I mean, play the game in FedEx Forum. Play the game at Blood Wall Arena. Don't play it in Little Rock. Don't play it in Nashville. Don't play it at some other neutral side. Play it at home and home. I mean, both fan bases want it. This is one of these – sometimes athletic directors just have to listen to fans. It's not hard. Both these fan bases want it. Play the game. It's pure It's pure and simple well, what, this, what this comes down to. I, I Yes, I, I agree wholeheartedly that through the entirety of the season – this game would benefit Memphis more than Arkansas because Arkansas has an SEC slate. Tigers have an AAC slate, and that's just not very good. But at the same time, I don't think this is some like non-resume builder for for Arkansas. Like with the way this this program is trending under Penny, with with the talent they have, with the talent he consistently brings in, it's not like it'll be a complete shot to Arkansas if they lose that ball game. 
right? No, like, like it's not it's not the worst. And if they win it, I think it will help their resume down the line. No, no. When, like for example, and then when the March uh, when the selection uh, committee turns this around, and we got the selection show coming up in the middle of March. They're not going to show Memphis under a bad loss. At least I right. think. I mean, I think that that's a tournament team. And I think, I mean, based on last year, based on what I saw from that team in the Bahamas, that's going to be a tournament. I, I know things didn't go to according to play in the championship game, yeah. but that's a tournament team. So it's not a bad loss. And I don't, kind of like you're saying, anticipate it to be like Memphis to fall off a cliff anytime soon. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wholeheartedly agree with what you're saying, Gabe. Now, um, Ty, I, I we'll talk about the last 24 hours in Arkansas uh, sort of football history. I, I, Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with uh, K.J. Jefferson or do you want to start with Bobby Petrino? I'll give you dealer's choice on this. Well, I thought, I'm going to be honest, Gabe. But I can't remember if I told you, but I know I've just told um, someone that I didn't think K.J. was going to ultimately stay. I felt like yeah, this. Saw that not coming. necessarily nailed the coffin, um, but he has said as of this afternoon he hasn't made a decision yet. I I think he has. He just doesn't hasn't necessarily publicly announced it that he's going to leave. Maybe his destination school is what he was insinuating. So I that that's to me. Now maybe maybe Petrino comes in and looks at the film, and says, uh, "Son, I, I think I can get you to the next level, and yeah. I think I can I can think I can work with you." We got I got I got Ryan Mallon, I got Tyler Wilson, I got Lamar Jackson, I got I think maybe one other guy that I'm not thinking of that. I've gotten the league, and I think I can get you the league because that's what he wants to do. I mean, KJ doesn't want to play college ball anymore. He might have to in order to play professional, but he doesn't want to. Play. He wants he wants to go to the NFL, and Petrino might just be the guy to do it, or it might be better for him elsewhere. Who knows? Yeah, and here's the other thing: if if KJ does leave, there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks for the taking out on the transfer portal market. If 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 today has shown us anything, if KJ got in, Grayson McCall got in, and Max Johnson's committing to North Carolina, there's going to be some some options. For the taking, and I would imagine Bobby Petrino would be able to get his hands on one of those options. Yeah, uh, you mentioned McCall, uh, Will Rogers. Uh, I'm curious that I'm forgetting the, the Washington State quarterback. That uh, Cam really Ward good. is that official? Yeah, is it official that he's yeah. in? There's spec. I forget. It was a pretty reputable outlet that was like, "Yeah, he has a chance to make a million plus dollars." Uh, they had, he said he had seven a million plus dollar. Uh, valuations placed on him already. And I'll say this, Cam Ward, I, I don't necessarily think he'd end up at Arkansas. He's going to end up He's going to end up at a – he has the potential to end up at a college football playoff contender with what he's put on film. You think about Michael Penix, who had a good chunk of success in Bloomington, Indiana for the Hoosiers, and then goes out west to the Pac-12, and we're seeing what he's doing in Washington with the chance to – win the championship and send his team to the playoff as of Friday night. It's got to do it through another Heisman contender in Bo Nix. But if I'm a Pac-12 quarterback, I'm not trying to play in the SEC. I know Jaden – it took Jaden Daniels a year. Like, everyone's seeing this Heisman Trophy finalist this year. It's like, oh, my gosh, Jaden Daniels, look what he's able to do. Trent, guys, it took him a year. He had a big win against Alabama last year, but he's inconsistent. This past – or, excuse me, a season ago. This season, we know, outside of Florida State game, he's been nails. But – it took him a year. Yeah. So if I'm a if I'm a Pac-12 quarterback, I'm either trying to, and I, I know it's dissolving, but I, I don't know if I'm necessarily transferring to an SEC school, no matter how much they offer me, because it ain't easy. <laughs> it's just different in these neck of the woods, especially if you only have one year of eligibility. It's hard to yeah, it's no hard question. to get the 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 amount of synergy and. Uh, the amount of uh, sort of team connection that you want in just one year, but Cam Ward is a stud. I'll give him that. Now on the Jane Daniels front, before we before we get to Bobby Petrino, is there any way he's not the Heisman? 
I know that people want to go Bo Nix because he's a better, he's on a better team, college football playoff caliber team, and we know Jaden Daniels has the three losses. But is there any debate in your mind, you know, based on what we've seen from Jaden Daniels? I think he's third in passing yards, completing seventy-two percent of his passes. He's accounted for fifty touchdowns, only four interceptions. He's, uh, I think, second or third in rushing yards in the entire country. He leads in yards per carry. I know that he has three losses, Ty, but I, I'm sorry. At some point, we have to get back to the crux of the conversation when it comes to the Heisman, the most outstanding player in college football. I don't think there's a debate. He's been the most outstanding player in college football. He's got better stats than Joe Burrow, Gabe. I mean, listen to what I just said. He's got better stats than Joe Burrow, who was the undisputed I mean, there was no debate. It was completely, it was, it was conclusive evidence that he was the Heisman Trophy winner. You'd be saying the same thing about Jaden Daniels if he was playing with that defense. Instead, he's playing with the worst defense LSU's had in Baton Rouge in 20-plus years. So, that all being said, if I had a vote, he'd be my Heisman Trophy winner. Bo Nix says something to say this weekend. You think about the one loss they had where he didn't play bad against Washington. Right. Penix just kind of out, outdid him at the end. I mean, he, he put his guys up in field goal range, guy missed the kick. We all know what happens, so I think he's got a, a, a good, again a good chance that Jaden doesn't, in the sense that he's playing this Friday yeah, night. I, I hate I that. Think though. It, I think, it, yeah, I think if Marvin Harrison, if they would have won that game, it would have been because of him, and I think he would have had a say in the Big Ten championship game. He would have had to go for like two hundred plus yards against Iowa. But I think it's a, I mean, it, it, it's a three man race to this point. It's Knicks, it's Penix, and it's Daniels. And really, I think you could say more Knicks. And Daniels, to this point, essentially, Nick's pulls it out. But I'd, I'd vote Daniels. It, the competition he's played, the Power Five, the top, or not, sorry, not Power Five, top 25 matchups, the caliber of defense, he's the best player, I think, or best quarterback in college football. I don't know if you can say best player, but he sure is the best quarterback. Yes. When we talk about production on the field, there's no one that's outdoing Jaden Daniels. It just, and, it just hasn't happened, and it won't happen. And it, it's sad because, like, Jordan Travis is the hidden hooker of this year, right? Yep. I mean, Hooker, if Hooker doesn't go down last season, I'd give the Heisman Trophy to him the way they played because, I mean, you win at Alabama. I don't know the South Carolina game didn't go according to plan, but, I mean, Travis, I would have given the Heisman Trophy to him over Jaden Daniels if not for that injury, but we'll just – we'll never know, unfortunately. I hate that for him. I hate that for Florida State because I don't think – I'm going to be honest, Gabe, they win – this Saturday against Louisville, I'm still not putting them in if Washington oh. wins out or if that it, it, it's bru- it is it is as brutal as it gets. But the goal of the college football playoff committee is to put the best four teams in. And if they don't have Jordan Travis, which they don't, Florida State is not one of those best four teams. So God, I, j- I know. I just reject that idea. Like I don't think a, a injury should penalize you that much. Should keep you out of being a, the opportunity to go win a natty. If you're 13 and 0 and have won the ACC and have ran through your regular season the way they did, I just I have a, I have trouble I have trouble leaving them out in that in that particular scenario. Now I will say this though, I do think there's a distinct possibility that they could lose this this championship game against Louisville because I, yeah, I Tate Rotomaker is not showing me what I need to see for them for me to be confident in them going and winning that game. And. For Florida State's credit, they want Jaden Daniels to win the Heisman Trophy because that's another like pedestal. It's like we shut him down in the second half. We yep. we may not play like it's just a brutal schedule throughout the ACC, but we went undefeated and we beat the Heisman Trophy winner. Like Norvell's gonna, you know what he's. I mean, he's gonna pick it. He's gonna do all he can do. That's just 
that's just how I see it playing out if it does indeed. Because Michigan's going to clobber Iowa this weekend. You're putting Bama or Georgia in, regardless of loses. If Texas beats Oklahoma State, they're in. The winner of Washington and Oregon is probably getting in. Wait, you think Again, Texas and uh, if Texas beats Oklahoma State, no doubt they're in over a if they even if Florida State won an undefeated Florida State. I think they should be. Okay, I think they have the best. If, I, and here's the here's the distinction I think. So if if Alabama beats Georgia this this weekend in Atlanta, that's the best college football win of the year. But if they don't, the best win of the year is Texas going to Brian Diddy week two. And you can say, well, Jalen Milrow wasn't this, what that. Because they went to Tuscaloosa and won that game. But then they have that loss in the in the Red River rivalry. <laughs> then they yeah, have that loss. And you, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not saying that I, I put a whole bunch of stock. I think if that game was played again, maybe Texas gets over top if Quinn Ewer, you know, Quinn Ewers being healthy, everything all even. But at the same time, that that was that was the side on the field, and they have that loss. Yeah, but it's a, it's a rivalry game. It's a neutral side. You know how crazy that game is each and every year. I don't blame them for that. I, I mean, it was a toss up at the tail end. Uh, I I don't think that's as big a again. I think they have the best. You could argue that it's Washington beating Oregon at home, but when you, uh, I think I mean they went all the road and won that game. So I would debate that that, and I would stand up until what happens in Atlanta this Saturday. But I think that's the best win in college football this year, to be honest. And I hate that I'm defending Texas, but that's, I mean, they went out. That's that's just how I feel. I don't know if it'll play out that way, but that's how I feel, Gabe. Okay, so what situation do you think gets Florida State in, like in your mind? Like what 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 would you, what is the ideal scenario for Florida State? Is this obviously Michigan handling business, um, Georgia handling business, uh, Washington handling business, and then have a full undefeated uh Undefeated playoff? Yeah, Texas has to lose. Like, I mean, that that's so. You their... think Texas, like, they're, without question, if Texas beats Oklahoma State, the number twenty team in the country, who has had their ups and downs this year, they get more credit for beating them than ultimately Florida State would get for beating Louisville without beating, their starting quarterback. Undefeated. Yeah, and again, it's a tricky situation. But they, the college football. I mean, look at the. I right, see so two great semifinal games last year. Right, it's unbelievable. What happened in the championship? It was one of the ugliest we've ever seen in right. national championship history. They are doing everything they can to prevent that. So if I can Florida hear that State, argument, yeah, it, here's where I'm coming from. If Florida State and you and, or, and is it Automaker? Remind me of that back Rotomaker, Tate Rotomaker, Rotomaker. Yeah. So if Florida State rolls into one of the semifinal matchups with Rotomaker against the likes of either Bo Nix, Michael Penix, Quinn Ewers. Uh, Jalen Milrow, Georgia's defense, I'm not necessarily going to say Carson Becker, they're going to get shelled. I, I, I just really, maybe their defense keeps them in for a half, but you've got to score in these football games. We've seen it. Defenses, this is not, these championships and semifinals are not like 17-10. to 10. We had, had one of those since the, the game back 15-0 in the national championship with LSU and Bama. I mean, you got to score in these games. And I just don't think offensively, even with Coleman, even with some of those other weapons, that they would be able to do that. So I think the committee, again, they're they're trying to avoid these blowout losses, and the best way to do that is maybe not the most deserving four teams, but to put the best four teams in. We already saw Texas can go toe-to-toe with the likes of the best of the SEC. Georgia, we know, is top dog, and until proven otherwise, they're still that. Pennix or Knicks. And then you roll with Michigan because there ain't okay. no way they're well, losing this week. No, no, no chance. Did you see, by the way, one of my favorite stats of the week? Did you see the the uh, uh, first half and second half overs for Iowa over unders the totals? Ooh, is it like three and seven? Half point. It's a half point. Oh, call from mom. 
Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They think they'll get shut out in both halves. It's beautiful. I might I might have to take like a maybe maybe Iowa can muster a field goal if JJ McCarthy makes a mistake. I might have to take one of those. Yeah, I. Uh, but uh, back to the back to the point. Sorry, uh, sorry for going off a little bit there. But like <laughs> Florida State, this is going to be the real obvious test with the committee of do you do we actually care about the metrics or do we only care about eye test? Right, like that's what this decision is going to come down to if Florida State's able to win because. In any other situation, they are in at thirteen and zero and winning the ACC. Yeah, no, there's no question. And I and listen. I wanted. I just had to be like after two or three weeks. I was like, it's a college football playoff team, and Jordan Travis. I'd love for him to be in New York. I don't think he's ultimately going to end up there. So it's a bummer for not just him as an individual, but that team and Norvell, obviously with the Memphis connections. I'm sure. There's a lot of people that like to see him succeed and, and take that team to the college football playoff. I just I don't see it playing out that way, Gabe. And I, I know there's probably a lot of listeners that hope I'm dead wrong. I might be, but there's a lot that's going to happen in on Friday and Saturday and heading into Sunday. And I can't wait to see, like you said, the decision this committee makes because they have so many checks and balances that they're going to have to do. And Corrigan is going to oh. eat the lot. Yeah. Yeah, at, at the at that appearance, one of the worst jobs in college football, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, you could not pay me a hundred. No, all right, oh, let's let's show. You could not pay me a million dollars to do that job, legitimately, because I mean, you there is no there is no positive feedback at all. In you're pissing somebody, you're making somebody mad, oh, no matter what. No question, no question. There is no positive feedback, like. As an athletics director, you get positive reinforcement when your football team, basketball team, baseball team, they do well. Or you hire a good coach, good hire whatever. I mean, you get blasted too. You don't get you don't get any credit for that. Like fans that, that even make the college football playoff don't even give you credit. They're just like, We deserve to be here. Screw you. I would I would never do that job. Ever. Yep, yep. Now, um, with the with the SEC championship, have you changed your tune based on that final week of the season with <laughs> With uh, Alabama in fourth and thirty-one, and what it really came down to to keep their hopes alive, have you changed your tune, or do you still go by the fact that what are the stats? I have to go find the find these stats on uh, uh, Nick Saban again. It's quite one frankly ridiculous. He's but well, yes, uh, Kirby Smart's one and four against him, but um, Nick Saban's ten and one in SEC championships. He's won sixteen straight games in Atlanta, and he's also undefeated in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. He's seven and zero. So like those all you know feed the feed the Alabama beast. If you think Alabama's gonna win, 
those those stats definitely reinforce your thought. But I did see them struggle unreasonably against uh, Auburn, and I do have to give you credit, Ty. You called that. You said you're not looking past that game. Uh, and it was man, I was I was hoping Hugh Freeze and they would pull it out instead. Fourth and thirty-one. The Milford nuts. Bond. It's nuts, by the way, Ty. Like just. I, I, I don't know what is in the water at Jordan Hare. I have no idea. But every single time a, a team goes in there that's supposed to win relatively easily, it's always closer, and then something nuts happens. I so it's gotta be studied. Something's gotta be studied there. I mean, I don't know what yeah. is what is going on. That game and they, they showed a graphic, I don't know if you saw it during the television, but it's like Tuscaloosa and Brian Denny, the game's kind of been a blowout lately. But in Jordan Air Stadium, it was like it's like a touchdown or less, like in each of the last, I think six, five or six games, or averaged out to be that way at least. So I mean, even two years ago, think about Brian Hart. Think about Bryce Young having having to leave like a game-winning drive yep. against Derek Mason's defense. <laughs> that team was horrible, yes. horrible, and they still and like Arkansas annihilated that team, and they still almost beat Alabama. So. Two heartbreaks for Auburn in the last three years, and uh, I I was about as I, I was I'm going to be honest I was eight whiskey diet cokes in at that point, <laughs> and I was throwing stuff. I was so mad because I wanted Auburn to win and just weren't able to get it done. Yeah, yeah, but again, fourth and thirty-one is that that is that's history. I don't think we're going to forget yeah. that anytime soon. Now, just, did it change though your your thoughts on the uh, SEC championship? Um, my bad. Yeah, that's where you started. I listen. Milro has completely reinvented what I think about him this year. That kid is a gamer, he's a leader, and he's a winner. Um, that being said, uh, Georgia's the top dog, and they've been the top dog the last two years. Now, this is the team and the coach to knock them off, but until someone does, it's hard to go against the top dog. Right. And that that being said, I'm, I'm going dogs in this one. And I hate, and honestly, I hate both these teams. Like, I, I wish, like, that there would be a sinkhole in Mercedes-Benz <laughs> Stadium, and they would just cease to exist. But if I had to pick one team, it's Georgia, but I do so, it begrudgingly. And because it, uh, it's just it, – it, it, either way, it stinks. That I have to, that I have to reward so, someone after so, the game. So you, you wish we had a scene, for, like a scene from The Dark Knight Rises when Bane blew up yeah. the uh, field turf and – what was it, Heinz Ward? Heinz Ward was the only one that made it out alive? Yeah, well, as long as no one actually, you know, died or yeah, no, I get injured, you, I get you. But yeah. they ended the game, and they were like, "All right, we can't play this anymore," and no one has given the winner, so that just defaulted to whatever. That's I don't want to think I would want to inflict pain or cause. Yeah, no, I get you, I get you. But you said sinkhole, you sinkhole. That's what came to my mind yeah. immediately. That's the uh, no, that's the uh, that's the uh, iconic scene. I'm, I'm glad you referenced that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, final thing here. And uh, I think we'll take a little bit of time to get through this. I, we'll talk about what type of success you'll think he'll have, uh, you think he'll have. But Bobby Petrino back in Arkansas. I, I, first, I want to know, I saw you on, uh, on the, the artist formerly known as Twitter X sort of talking about how you don't know how to come to terms with it. You don't know your mental state. You don't know how to feel about it. But w- try to put that as best as best as you can. Lifetime hog. Um, and Bobby Petrino, after all that happened, is coming back to coach the offense. How do you feel in this particular moment? I don't know if there's an iconic Memphis coach or administrator that may or may not have what some perceived to screw over the university. But I mean, that's I mean, Bobby Petrino, as good as he was as head football coach, he really put Arkansas down for a few years. 
And I'm not one of those guys that's blamed him for the last decade and a little bit. I mean, at a certain point, it's like it's on the it's on the backs of others, on the backs of other coaches, players, administrators. He may have hurt him for a couple years, but after a certain point, it's no longer his problem. So it's I mean, it's ten plus years since this happened, and I think again, there is no move that Sam Pittman could have made that would have the impact on Arkansas fans like this one um, in a more of a positive way, not retaining a, a certain quarterback like KJ or bringing in a recruit, NIL. That's that's that that's the heart stream. There has to be execution now, which he's known for, and we'll see what quarterback they roll. If they get a great quarterback out of the portal, or if he transforms to Colby Criswell or uh, KJ Jefferson, sign me up, because this football team is going to be bowl eligible next year. I think with uh, Travis Williams being back, I would anticipate with that defense, if, uh, if they don't necessarily uh, have a great quarterback, then it's probably going to go similar to what this season's been. So either way, I was going to wait 280-some-odd days until that Stillwater game uh, against Oklahoma State because that's their second game, an actual real game of the season. I don't really have to anymore because my football juice has got flowing after really the last few hours or uh, since yesterday in the afternoon or so, Gabe. I get you. Now, what do you think about his – do you have high hopes for his performance in that role, Bobby Petrino, as an OC? I think I he did a fairly good job with A&M, but there was just a lot of different things that – sort of uh, derailed them, and it had to do with quarterback injuries. I mean, if Connor Wagman stays in the whole year, you can imagine it going completely different. They had to go to Max Johnson. He was not that great, but he he then got hurt. They played Jalen Henderson for some time. Um, like, I, what do you think about his, his potential performance in Arkansas as the OC? I, I, I'd assume better than Dan Enos, but um, he's going to have to find a quarterback. Yeah, and you can't wait on one of these high school kids, right? Like, you can't just get some high-profile kid out of high school and say, this is our next. No, you got to get someone now. And I think, again, they're going to look to the portal. Uh, I know Max Johnson, as of today, has committed to North Carolina. Some other high-profile guys are at least contemplating entering the portal. you got to go get one of those dudes, and you got to pay, it sounds like. I mean, we yep. we mentioned the evaluation earlier, and uh, if, if they get that, then, yeah, I, th- I think they're going to have a – some success offensively and is it going to amount to 10 or 11 wins like in 2010 2011 absolutely not but will you at least be not like at the texas game and in the middle of november are you going to get embarrassed are you going to like are you going to have an empty stadium i doubt it because you'll have a guy that they believe can help beat regardless of how talented the other team is he schemed them up before and i hope he schemes it up again gabe because yep. uh, there, there is nothing like a state that has a successful football program. The, yep. the, the, the beer tastes colder, the food tastes better, the women are hotter. It's just uh, <laughs> it's better times, man. Yeah, for sure. Now, um, what do you think about the conversation about uh, Sam Pittman potentially hiring a replacement, hiring his own replacement if it all goes bad I next think, year? You think that's overplayed? I think Petrino's closer to retirement than he is okay. accepting the head coach's job at Arkansas. Um, I don't know if this, if, his, if this is his last act, but it's close. And it would be so, so unique for the state and for this Arkansas football program is in one of his few final acts, Sam Pittman made this hire, which is on him, and I would say Hunter Yurichek as well because he allowed it to happen. And Petrino coming back and really rectifying what he initially screwed up after having success and then figuring it out. Because then Sam can go retire in Lake Hamilton and be happy. Petrino can retire in Arkansas and be happy. And it's all merry and it's all... The gang's all here again, and everyone's happy. And, and 
I just hope it happens. I know it might, it might, it might seem like a fairy tale to some, but uh, a kid can dream, right, Gabe? Yeah, it is a nuts situation, though, to think about what, what could potentially happen next year. And I hope this doesn't happen for your sake because, I, you know, I need you in a good mood when you do, do your uh, Wednesday hits with me. Um, but if, if Arkansas does struggle next year, you could imagine a situation where Sam Pittman may be out during the year and who's the interim coach? Who's likely would step up as the interim coach? I'd imagine that'd be Pop, Bobby Petrino. I, I like I I wouldn't I wouldn't look any other direction, right? A and M went. I, I forget he didn't take over interim in A and M, right? No, he did another guy. He didn't. Yeah, and I don't. I would anticipate they would go to Travis Williams before they went to him. I just I don't think those optics would play well okay. through the eyes of many. And in some, they would. They'd be all for it. But that is again. I could be completely wrong about that. I've been wrong a lot of times over the course of my life, but <laughs> that's just not how I see it playing. I would be surprised if Sam Pittman was fired midseason, but if that happens, then after after the last 24 hours, I don't know anymore. Anything could happen, I guess. For sure. Well, I appreciate you. Enjoy championship weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Have some fun. All right, Gabe. Good to catch up with you as always. Yes, sir. For always. That is Ty Richardson on a Wednesday at Ty Sports Radio on X. And with that, it's time to get out of here. Thanks for listening. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.